Hello and welcome to my latest podcast. As usual, it consists essentially of the rantings of a grumpy old man with his tongue usually firmly embedded in his cheek and his brain left to have a lie in. I've recorded them in alphabetical order because the fact that I can proves I attended primary school before the 70s. This week, E is for environmentalists. So if you're sitting there wearing dungarees, a rainbow-coloured crocheted hat and synthetic desert wellies, eating a meat-free sausage roll and poised to renew your subscription to the Friends of the Earth, you might as well stop listening now. Delete this podcast, you won't like it, you'll be offended and it'll do your heart rate no good whatsoever. Now look. Nothing on earth enjoys being scared the way human beings do. Animals shy away from fear. But we pay people at theme parks and cinemas to scare the living daylights out of us. All in the name of fun. So people win the air of authority that being a scientist gives you. Tell us that we're doing dreadful things to the planet. And we're all doomed unless we sort our lives out. It's almost inevitable that we lap it all up. The ultimate scare, eh? Well, I'm here to tell you, it's all bollocks. Just look at the motivation of the people trying to scare us. First off, the scientists. Lots of scientists wittering on about damage to the planet via global warming and the very same people that were telling us 20 years ago that we were doomed because the next ice age was just round the corner. Why are they now telling us we're going to frazzle, not freeze? Simple. For the same reason that Microsoft brings out new versions of Microsoft Office every year or so, and Gillette keeps telling us we need yet another blade in our razors to achieve a decent shave. Sales of the old ones have diminished. Armani and Chanel need new lines and new colours to keep sales up, and the scientists need a new scare story to keep selling books and documentaries, and to keep being given research grants to make their university departments look impressive. This incidentally has a nice little spin-off. So long as they're receiving research fundings, they can avoid the tedious task of lecturing students, leaving that to the postgraduates who will eventually become the scientists who tell us that the next ice age is just round the corner. Or the sun is about to turn green with disastrous implications for the breeding cycle of Amazonian woodlights or something. And yet... People continue to swallow this tommy rot and scare each other at dinner parties with the latest dire warning they read in the Guardian that morning or feeling morally superior because they cycle to work while their next door neighbour, the hedonist, drives there in a brand new two litre Mercedes. Grow up! Most of us don't need to be scared all the time to have a little excitement in our lives. We've found more adult, sophisticated ways of entertaining ourselves. We don't need to go around fretting about the ozone layer every day to get our kicks. You're swallowing a massive contract and the scientists are lining their pockets thanks to your gullibility. Trouble is, you can fool most of the people some of the time and during the fooling, politicians have leapt on the bandwagon as well. There are two obvious reasons for this. First... Keeping people scared keeps them controlled. Look at how we accept just about anything being imposed on us these days if it's in the name of anti-terrorism. These impositions include more taxes, the politicians' lifeblood. Cut off tax and the politicians die. So they have to keep finding ever more excuses to tax us. Second, look at the jollies. Be a politician concerned about the environment and you can spend lots of other people's money meeting up with other politicians who've managed to dupe everyone. In places like Kyoto... California and Reykjavik. Ye gods, hold a bloody summit in Bogner or Wigan in winter and you might gain a bit of credibility, you freeloaders. 
The first strand of the environmentalist justification for all this nonsense comprises the so-called facts. So let's think about that for a moment, shall we? They tell us the planet's getting warmer. Utter tosh. My wife pulled the bedclothes off me in her sleep last Tuesday night and I woke up bloody freezing. How do they know it's getting warmer? It might be over the last hundred years, perhaps even over the last 300 years, although I distrust any evidence these salesmen produce from a time before records began. But what about the last hundred million years? They've no idea. They don't know. Scientists back then were peddling the tale that woolly mammoths were getting bigger than they used to be. And the only way to be safe was to feed and clothe, you've guessed it, scientists. We simply have no idea whether or not shifts in the climate are a normal part of the environment's natural cycle or not. It just suits scientists and politicians to tell us it's a threat and a few naive people who enjoy being scared and scaring others to run around getting all hot and bothered about it and suddenly it's a fact. We have to change our lifestyles. Listen, just think about how earnest teenagers and students are about issues. It's like the most important thing ever and we should all devote our lives to it. Until tomorrow that is, when another one comes along. Most people get that out of their systems when they hit their 20s or graduate or discover the opposite sex. Not environmentalists. Oh no, they're stuck in a time war forever. One cause fanatics who want to impose their ways on the rest of us. Get over it! Run out of time for this week. He will continue next week as I'm only just warming up to this rant. As always, you can email me on podcast at stevesider.com. If you've been offended, tough luck! Go plant a tree! If you want a rant, don't email me. Start your own podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please tell your friends and come back and download a new episode each Friday. I'm Steve Sider, swifty and misanthrope and grumpy old man. Thanks for listening and goodbye.